Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path. Stay blessed. Why don't you rest your feet this morning with your hands lifted to the Lord as we sing worship and praises to his name. You are holy, holy, Lord, there is none, Lord, there is none. Sing to him and say, you are holy, oh, you are glory to your name alone. I sing your praises forever. Deeper in love, deeper in love with you. Here in your code, oh Lord. Yes, Lord. When I'm close to your throne, I find where I belong. Your hands lifted, say you are holy, you are holy, oh you are Lord. There is none like you. Encounter service, can we worship him together? Say you are you are glory to you. when I come to church and I feel so close to your throne I know I found where I belong only voices again only voices say you are holy again say I sing your praises I sing your praises 
Yeah. Fall in love with him this morning. Fall in love with him. Deeper in love. Deeper in love. Oh, here in your
joined David to say this morning, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Lord, we are glad. We are found where we belong. So draw us close to you this evening, this morning. Draw us close, Lord. Draw me close to you. Lord, never let me go. Never let me go. Never let me go. Never let me go. Draw me close, draw me close to you.
and say that you are all that we want. Oh, yes, you are all that we You are all that we needed. All I've ever needed. And Lord, it's not just a song. Oh, yes, Jesus. But that is our heart's cry. Oh, yes, Lord. Lord, it's not just a melody. But that is from within our hearts. Because without you, we are nothing. Yes, Lord. So therefore, we lift up holy hands. We lift up holy hands. We say that you are all that we want. You are all that we need. We thank you for this morning. We pray that you touch our lives. You bless us, O oh God, even as we've come into your presence. I pray that none will leave your presence the same. If I will not leave your presence, but Lord will carry your presence yes. always. Yes, Lord. I pray that Lord, within the next hour, Father, you perform miracles in our midst. Within the next hour, Lord, you will save the lost. You will heal the brokenhearted. You will heal the sick. You will deliver the oppressed. All through your word. Father, we give you the glory. We say that it is happening in our service. Yes, Lord. Holy Spirit, have your way. Yes, Take control yes, Jesus. and touch our lives. Yes, Lord. We give you the glory and we give you the praise. In Jesus' name, let everyone say amen. amen. Say a better amen. amen. Say a believer's amen. I want you to turn to somebody and just give the person a smile, just a smile. Some people have gone through a lot this morning, but your smile will change something. I say your smile will change something. Your smile to somebody will change something. It will bring somebody hope. It will cause somebody to raise and lift up their eyes and look up to the Lord. Are you smiling to somebody? Smile me. Eric, you are smiling, but not to anybody. Would you just smile? To me. Come on now. Oh, oh, oh. Would you just smile? Look for somebody with a frown face. Somebody with a frown face. Yes. This young man needs a smile. And then the three ladies, you can all smile to him. He needs a smile. You look so much better when you are wearing a face mask. Whenever they are smiling inside. You look so much better when you You look so much better when you You look so much better when you Pastor Ray is smiling. Come on now. You look so much better when you go. You look so much better when you go. You look so much better when you go. Father, we thank you for the grace to smile. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. So, help you up and not smiling more than anybody else. But when you rise up and you turn, the church is empty. And you are smiling. You have to ask whether Jesus Christ is smiling back to you. Yeah, the church is very empty. Why is it so? Rains, 
it's not rain today. Can I see my hand, worship choir members? Lift your hand, worship choir members. Where are they? Lift your hand, worship choir. See? Only 10. Where are the rest? Can I see my hand, choiristers? 17. Why are you doubting me? Lift your hand. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. 25 and 70, what's the difference? Yeah? You were saying, oh, 25 and 70, what's the difference? Yeah? You can't subtract. Hmm? <laughs> Hallelujah. No, but the church is empty. I don't, I don't feel like preaching. No, I don't feel like preaching to empty church. So shouldn't we go out and invite people? Huh? Huh? Well, the church is empty. Bishop Powers, as you are singing, they should have said the church is empty early. We would have gone and by now we are coming back. It's because you are not inviting anybody to church. It's because we are sleeping. Huh? Why are you looking at my face? You should have the answers why the church is empty. Maybe I should preach a message. Why is the church empty? <laughs> eh? How to fill an empty church? Hallelujah. Amen. Well, last week we began to talk about name it, claim it, and take it. Amen. Well, some people are coming, but they are very late. Amen. And the topic for last week was the master key to a breakthrough. Hallelujah. Your breakthrough is on the way. Amen. I said your breakthrough is on the way. Yeah. Is there a school is on recess? The last year of what? The first semester. So today there's school today. Oh, there's school today. Resumption 6 August. Say it, the headmaster. It's a very long break. Hey, it's too much. Six weeks break. No, 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 it's too much. It's too much. Even we, the students, we don't like long break. Hebrews chapter 10. And verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall not shall have no pleasure in him. Amen. So the just shall live by faith. And I think that what continues after that is a very, very dangerous statement. That if any man draw back. So it means that God is not happy with faithless people. Amen? And that is why we are teaching on faith. Because name it, claim it, and take it is simply a descriptive term for exercising your faith. Okay? It's a descriptive term for exercising your faith. Every Christian must have faith 
and must exercise the faith. Amen? Now, we looked at that last week. Is that not the case? Hmm? Is it last week? Of, uh, I mean, I preached the first service. Yes, so, so we looked at it last week. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh, so you want me to re-preach it? We look at it, what, last week? Hallelujah. <laughs> you should have, that is on the podcast. It's everywhere, you should have listened to it. Eh? Now, I need you to know that faith is a very special virtue. Amen. Which has a key role to play in every Christian's life. You gave your life to Christ by faith. Is that not the case? Yes. Say, you know, repeat this prayer. You repeat the prayer, and by faith, you know that, Charlie, you are born again. You receive the Holy Ghost by faith, and then you begin to speak in tongues by faith. Because you don't have any proof that what you are speaking is not rubbish. But as you speak it, things happen and things change. Amen? As you speak it every day, you are growing up. And there are times that even the Holy Spirit reminds you of some danger that you are delivered from. But maybe you didn't pray on that prayer, on that danger. But just pray in tongues. The Spirit is leading you to pray about all those things and that you are not even aware of. Are you with me? And all that is by faith. And so in Hebrews chapter 1, chapter 11 and verse 1, the Bible says that faith, now, faith is a substance of things hoped for. What are you hoping for? Hmm? What are you hoping for? If you look at building, for instance, there are substances for building. Cement, stones, iron rods, blocks, sand, water, labor. They are all substances that you need wood to build. Are you with me? Eh? But in the same way, in our Christian walk, so now faith is a substance of things hoped for. Now, in your building of your house, these are materials that you can touch. Amen? Things you can see. And so it goes on to say, the evidence of things not seen. The evidence of things not seen. Because in dealing with God, who is a spirit, you can see things. But you believe it. Hallelujah. I say what? You believe it. Verse 2. It says, for by it the elders obtained a good report. It means that by faith, you will also obtain a good report. Amen. Amen? I mean, if you look at an example of our prophets, our father, eh? by the exercising of his faith, today I believe that he has obtained a good report. All the churches, because when he started the church, eh? it's not like he saw anything that you are seeing today. <laughs> are you with me? Eh? At least I joined the church when it was in Coligono. And I remember I went there one day and they were raising funds to buy roofing sheets. I mean, it was not an easy fundraising. You know, and I don't think that he saw what we are seeing today. 
but by the faith that by the grace of God he had that he applied today he has obtained a good report and you will also obtain a good report because God is no respecter of persons amen and the standards of God are are same for everybody hallelujah the faith that he applied that today he's seeing a good report you also have faith that you have to apply to see a good report amen scripture back and in verse 3 it says through faith we understand that the wells were framed by the word of God can you see words eh? can you see words you cannot see words however the wells were framed were brought into existence by the words of God and that's why I say what name it claim it God said let there be and there was let us make man a man was made amen are you naming it huh? one day I said I want to be an accountant amen and I became <laughs> hallelujah I'm sure one day she said she wants to be an architect and she became and one day she said I want to what? work in the church and she became amen hallelujah and last week of course you were not in church last week first service we read from James chapter 2 some from verse 14 all the way to the end where he was talking about works okay faith requires working let's go back to verse 3 or even verse 4 verse 4 of the Hebrews 12 Hebrews 11 is it by faith Abel offered offering is work amen unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain verse 5 by faith Enoch was translated hmm, that he should not see death and was not found because God had what translated him for for his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. There are things you can't just sit down and be sleeping and then you please God. Otherwise, it should not be fair. That you are in your house, you are just sleeping, you wake up, you eat, you sleep, and then you are pleasing God. It's not, it can, it's not a testimony. Amen. But Enoch certainly did something. For which reason the Bible is saying that he pleased God. Amen. Verse 6. It says, but, remember what we read from Hebrews 10? Eh? He says, but, without faith, it is impossible to please him. So you cannot please him. Are you with me? For he that cometh to, to God must believe that he is. You must faith that God is. And that is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Not those who casually seek him. Because most Christians casually seek God. It's only when we come to church, and even when we come to church and there's praise and worship, but your pastor said, only the, only the voices, you don't sink. You look around, you see somebody just playing with a chair in front of the person. I don't know what the chair, you know, what there is to play with the chair in front of you. But I, I see a lot of that. And usually when you're in church, and 
Unfortunately, they show your face on the screen. Then you, begin, you try to change it. God, as I sit now, your face is not nice. <laughs> Amen? You see, a face of faith is a face that is smiling. Because it's a faith that is always expectant. Amen? Expectant of something good coming from God. Are you with me? Now, if you've always frowned your face, even though you're not expecting anything, as for you, the world is smelling for you. Eh? You say it in Ghan. I don't know how to say it in English. That's what I'm saying. Do you say it in Chitu? Yasiribon uh, or something. Yasiribon. So always, your face is like that. Mm. Somebody has done something. <laughs> you can't have such a face and expect anything from God. Amen. I said amen. Faith shows in your attitude. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. It's, look, when God promised Abraham at an old age that he was going to bless him with a son, Abraham had a good attitude. But Sarah did not have a good attitude. So Abraham has to use his faith to overcome Sarah's attitude so that God's blessings will come to pass. Amen? When you are an expectant person, you always have a certain good disposition about yourself. Are you with me? Eh? Have you seen a pregnant woman before? I just come in like that. I say, hey, this is blessing. You see the person smiling. Meanwhile, the person is, 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 is suffering. It's not easy. Do you see? The movement is not easy. But there's always a certain smile. Always a certain expectation. An expectant attitude. Hallelujah. And that is the attitude we want to have. See, without faith, it is impossible to please God. I think that is a very, very profound statement. Are you with me? Eh? That it is impossible to please God if you don't have faith. I'm telling you. Abraham's faith, through his faith, God imputed to him righteousness. Righteousness is something that is great. Righteousness that came to you and I was through the blood of Jesus. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. So through the blood of Jesus, you and I receive righteousness. However, somebody received righteousness just by his faith. By his faith. By his believing God. In what God has said. In what God was doing. Hallelujah. God wants you to have faith. I say God wants you to have faith. I say God wants you to have faith. Amen. And I want you to know that God has given each and every one of us a measure of faith. Otherwise, it would be unfair not to please God if you don't have faith. Yeah. God has given each and every one of us a measure of faith. Some small level of faith. And throughout Jesus' life, he rewarded people who had faith. Yeah. And God is also going to reward you because of your faith. I say God is going to reward you because of your faith. In Mark chapter 5, the Bible tells a story of the woman with the issue of blood. Amen? Who encountered Jesus. She had gone through many sufferings. Many doctors wasted a lot of money. However, when he encountered Jesus, this woman demonstrated faith. Are you with me? 
She did what? She demonstrated faith. It doesn't matter how long you've gone through whatever challenges you have gone through. You still have to believe in God. That's what the Bible says. We should not be slothful. We should not be lazy. But we should follow those who through faith and patience. So you need faith. You also need patience. A man of faith is a man of patience. Because things don't just come like that. There's nothing like Jehovah Shab Shab. Where everything just comes quickly. Okay? You will burn your fingers. People who go and invest in things that looks like Charlie, money is coming on. In the end, they end losing up. It is through faith and also patience. You cannot throw your patience away. Hallelujah. I say you cannot throw your patience away. You need to hold on to your patience. You need to hold on to your patience and your belief in God for things to come to pass in your life. Things don't just drop. Things don't just drop. You need patience and you need faith. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. There are many, many young ladies who don't have patience. It's like they are waited on something. Nobody is coming. Then they begin to mess up their lives. But you need patience. I say you need patience. I say you need patience and faith on the word of God that what God has said it will come to pass and that's why the Bible says we should not be lazy we should not be what? lazy not slothful, not lazy you need patience, a lot of patience hallelujah to see the promises of God if you can imagine that Abraham had lived his life for all these years they have tried having children and they've not been able to have children. And then one day God comes and he said, I'll give you children. Hey, I mean, by the time God came, he had given up already. But the word of God is something that can revive your hope. I said, the word of God has the ability to revive your hope. And that is why we're supposed to read the word of God every day. Amen. I say, amen. Because things that are dead can resurrect. Amen. Through the word of God, things that are dead can resurrect. Now, when this woman struggled and in the end touched the hem of Jesus' uh, garment, the Bible says that immediately she received her healing. Immediately the blood stopped flowing. And Jesus said to her, Daughter, thy faith had made thee whole. Thy what? Thy faith had made thee whole. Thy faith. So it wasn't her crying. God, certainly this woman has been crying. It wasn't her money. The fact that she's spent a lot and she spent many years seeking for healing meant that the woman was very patient. She had not given up. And in the end, her faith made her whole. Your faith will make you whole. I say your faith will make you whole. Your faith will bring the breakthrough that you are requiring from God. Hallelujah. I'm talking about faith in the word of God. Amen. You know, we, I don't know whether you listened to the, you had a testimony. Was that testimony? Yes. Eh? Yes. About the lady who had wanted to go to school. Yes. Eh? What school abroad? In abroad. And she, she applied for schools and scholarship. Applied to how many schools? Four schools. I think it's not even enough. But she applied to four schools. The first school she didn't get, 
They wrote to her and said, we are sorry. Have you received I'm sorry letter before? Eh? <laughs> I said, have you received I am sorry, we are sorry before? Hey. And then they will lie to you that they will put your details on their file if something comes up. How many, how many have received we are sorry letter before? I'm not using my hand. If you have not received before, then it means that you have not been working on your life. You have not been working on improving. Can I see how hand again? Those who have received uh, more people are going up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eh? Oh, yes. We are sorry. When I finished school, it was not easy. Black man in the UK applying for jobs. And I wasn't... <laughs> I've also advanced in age because I finished my first degree before doing my professional. We are sorry, we are sorry. Hey, we wrote about 50 applications... There were some who had written about 300. I'm telling you. You go for interview. When they see you, no, then they disqualify you before even they, 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 they say anything. I went for interview. They told me I was too qualified. Too what? Qualified. Amen. There was one job I got in Wimbledon. I was more qualified than my boss. So when I started the work, I read this guy will not spare my life. <laughs> Within three months, I had to leave the job. <laughs> but the guy said, was struggling to pass. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and you have passed and you have come. Without experience. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I said faith and patience. Hallelujah. I had faith. And I was just waiting on God. God, there was a word of God that I've been sitting on, that I've been meditating on, that I've been praying about. Hallelujah. And I know that through that word of God, it was going to be well with me. As it was going to be well with me. You always have to have a word of God that you are sitting on. A word that you are holding. A word that you are saying, God, this thing I am appropriating for myself. So Jesus always blessed the people who had faith. So the first one was the woman with the issue of blood. Then again, the lepers who came to Jesus. Eh? The leper who came in John, in Luke chapter 17. Let's look at it from verse 17. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleans? Eh? But where are the nine? So many lepers came. After they cleansed, they were cleansed. One came to say thank you. They said, Were there not where are the nine? Verse 18. There was not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. If you are a stranger, wherever you are a stranger at, God will meet you. I say, God will meet you. Then in verse 19, he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Thy what? He didn't say thy coming back. Or like th saying thank you. Yeah. But I said, thy faith. Thy faith. It is faith that made the person go back to even say thank you. That's what I'm saying. You see, somebody who is saying thank you, you have a smiling face. You know smiling bands? Eh? Google smiling bands and see the, how it is. So you can also smile. Some of you, you are frown too much. What is wrong? I said, but what is wrong? Is there, some, is there a problem? Eh? Ask, ask somebody, is there a problem? Eh? 
the one wearing the face mask that we can't even ask. God, there's a problem. <laughs> Is there a problem? Have a good disposition in life. They said, don't marry somebody who is not happy. <laughs> if you're a guy look, looking for somebody to marry, don't marry somebody who is not happy. Happy and what? Happy and unlucky. <laughs> How do you know somebody is happy? By the way, the person's disposition. How do you know somebody is lucky? By the person's disposition. Always having a good countenance. Always smiling. Yeah? Some of us behave as if the whole world, we are in charge of the whole world. But there are a lot of problems in the world. And you are behaving like you are in charge of the whole world. Why? Tell to the person not, not smiling and say, what is the problem? You see, if you are, somebody get broke your heart. Look, but he's even smiling. Broke your heart, he's smiling. Because, you see, if you are in the church, eh, and somebody wants to introduce somebody to you, and you're not someone who smiles. I mean, I don't think the pastor will introduce you to anybody. Yeah. Because otherwise, the person the pastor has brought, you give the person problems. Each time he sees you, the only conversation that, oh, is there, is, are you okay? Is there everything okay? And then you're I'm fine, I'm okay. Then you even become annoyed by that question, are you okay? Hallelujah. Again, in Matthew 9, 29, he said what? According to your faith, be it unto you. So Jesus Christ rewarded people with faith. Are you with me? Yeah. He rewarded people with faith. Name it. Claim it. And take it. Naming it, claiming and taking is a way of life. It's not something that you just say from time to time. <laughs> it's your way of life. Somebody who's, I mean, always having a very, very good attitude. I remember yesterday I was in a function and one of my senior sisters, I just asked a question, how is condition? Because the house, how is condition? He got to tell me problems. The water bill, this. I said, ah, look at you. Have you not eaten today? Have you not bathed? Did you fetch water to bath? The water came from the tap. Eh? Are you using your son in the house? There is no issue of son on less electricity. I said, you are blessed. So why don't you say, oh, it is well with us. But how is Kadeshi then you begin to tell problems? I said, no, no, please stop that. I don't mean, when you do that, I'll not come near you. When you do what? When you do that, I'll not come near you. Because one thing that I want you to know is always important to work with faith people. Wow. Amen? Yes. Luke chapter 5. From verse 17. Luke chapter 5. You always have to work with people who have faith. Otherwise, they will affect you negatively. Are you with me? Are you understanding? People who are always complaining, don't go near them. They will affect your life. 
There are people when you, even after you have prayed for them, the following week they come again and they have made their face like this. Ni eno sole eyako. Eyako, I prayed for you. Go and exercise your faith. Ah! The day has not gone. You have gone, you have come back to me. Eh, Bishop, is it fair? I have used my faith and prayed for you. Look, when I am praying, eh, I believe what I am, I'm, 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 I'm telling you. I believe my prayers. In fact, you know, Archbishop, when he was here with us, you know, at times he flows in the prophetic. He is the one who even drew my attention. That when I'm praying, he didn't, couldn't describe it. When I'm praying, there's something about it. And it receives results. I pray for you, then I've come the following week. Even not, the fact that I pray for you, you should come smiling. But you have come the, Near ya. Near ya. So you have come again with the same attitude. Next time I see you coming like that, I'll just talk to somebody else and move away. Because you are come to disturb me with your lack of faith. Come to quench my faith. Luke 5 17. And it came to pass. I'm saying, move with people who have faith. Associate. Because look at this one. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The what? The power of the Lord was present to heal. There's power of the Lord in the church. You sit down and don't, uh, don't receive. There are people who receive miracles. Where is the youngster? Pastor the youngster. He was telling me about somebody who said his hand was healed, something. Eh? Where is that? Is the person in church? That was somebody whose hand was, or it wasn't you who told somebody that somebody said he was in the service and then the hand was healed. And I forgot who it was. Last two weeks, one of our grandmothers here, it was you, the, uh, you, I think my wife told me. One of our grandmothers here, she said, that, I mean, she's not been well, so she came to church. She told me, oh, she's not been well. So I put my hand around her, we take, took a stroll to my office. As we were going, we were chatting. And we finished, I prayed for her. The following week she came, she said, ah, Bishop, I, he said she even, that's Lulu's mother. She said, I, I even told Lulu, that as soon as you finish praying for me, the pain gone away. And it's not come again. I said, is that so? I said, I said, I said, look, this is the holy hill. I said, well, this is the holy hill. You forgot the prayers that the prophet prayed on this place. That's the prayer, that's the prayers I believe in. And that's the prayers I believe is working in this place. Hallelujah. They said they have come from all over the place. Because what? There was power to heal. Every time you are coming to church, know that there is power in church to heal. Hallelujah. When we retreat all here, when a man gave testimony, how when he entered the gate, a man how had stroke, how when he entered the gate, he said immediately something flew away. He said the stroke flew away. Have you seen stroke flying before? The stroke flew away, and then he said he became free. Just we all here when he gave that testimony. Hallelujah! There is power in the church. Power to transform lives. I said power to transform lives. Amen. There are people who were struggling 
couldn't finish professional program because of the wisdom and the power in the church. Today they are chartered accountants. They are something today because there is power. Amen. There is what? There is power to heal. Go back. Look chapter 5 verse 17. And let's see. It says, and the power of the Lord was present to heal. It's a very powerful statement. Verse 18. And behold, men brought in a bed a man who was taken with a palsy. And they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. Come on. They sought what means. You are not seeking means for anything. Even smiling, you are still not smiling. After I've said it, you are still not smiling. <laughs> eh? When you are smiling, it means you have an expectation. Look, when somebody comes to you and is in this, it, don't you think it's expected? You say, oh, what, what do you want? Is that a question you ask the person? Uh, somebody just comes in. <laughs> Especially your wife. Am I saying something? Am I saying something? That somebody is coming to you and <laughs> as he's approaching, <laughs> you are, as you smile, you also begin to smile. They say, ah, look, what do you want? Eh? Is that the case? Yes. They are there in the kitchen and then your husband comes <laughs> and he's smiling. Me no tower, me chuni, me no tower. If you're busy, me no tower. Tower, no go. Eh? What do you mean, me no tower? Just the smile on the person's face will make you know that the person has what? An expectation. Amen? When the person comes and has frowned, hey, what is it? <laughs> eh? When the person comes and has frowned, you don't say middle tower. Say, so, what is this? <laughs> Mideba. <laughs> Mideba, if there's something bad as happy, I come to talk about it. You need to have good disposition. Hallelujah. Amen. Especially ladies. You are 34, you are not married, and you have always squeezed your face. I cannot say it to be well with you. I cannot do what? I cannot say it to be well with you. Because there's no way I will introduce you to anybody in my church. Oh, yes, I'm telling you. You bring problems. There's that song, everybody needs something to overcome. Is that what they sang today? Who sang it? Is that what the choir sang? That's what the choir sang. Sing it, sing it where you are sitting, sing it. You don't know the words. Yeah, sing it. Yes, begin to sing. Wait, wait, I'll start. One, Everybody two. Everybody needs a little help to overcome the problem. Uh-huh. God also saved you. Everybody needs the grace of God to make it through this life. You need the grace of God to make it through this life. How does it come? By the grace, by the grace, yes. by the grace. Grace, you will make it. You will make it. 
Somebody who has been graced is somebody who smiles. Amen. So somebody who has been graced is somebody who smiles. So from today, everybody change your disposition. Amen. Even if you have been eating, smile. I said, what? Even if you have been eating, smile. Amen. Are you understanding? That when somebody comes to you and is smiling, you know, tower, what do you want? But when somebody comes and has frown, hey, what is it? Mini, mini Sunday. Normally, Sunday is not nice. Verse 18, Luke 5. And behold, the man brought in a bed a man which was taken with palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. Yes, verse 19. And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, there will always be an obstacle in your breakthrough. Amen? There will always be what? An obstacle in your breakthrough. That's why it's what breakthrough. If it's just there, there's nothing to break. Walk through. You won't walk through or you won't break through. I say you won't walk through or you won't break through. Even the gold that is on the surface of the lie on the sand, even that one, you have to collect it and take it through processes. Amen. Verse 20. And when verse 19, go back. Let's see what is something interesting there. They went upon the housetop. Listen, there will all be multitudes. That lady that you like, because she's pleasant, other guys also like. There will be multitudes. Amen? That guy that you are eyeing, other ladies are also eyeing. Yeah, sit down. Sit down well. Sit down well. <laughs> You think that you are the only person who have seen that she is nice. No. You are making a mistake. You are not praying about it. So people are making juju on it. And you are not praying about it. Because there are unbelievers in your lecture room, isn't it? Eh? They are all eyeing the same person. Among the guys, he's the only one who drives a car. Yeah. Some are using money. Giving the person a gift. And you are not praying. You don't have money. You have prayers. Verse 19. He said, <laughs> They went up on the housetop and let him down through the tiling with his couch onto the midst before Jesus. <laughs> the midst. I like what he said. When they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude. There's, uh, there's always multitudes. But it is faith that breaks through multitudes. I say it is faith that breaks through multitudes. The woman with the issue of blood 
The Bible says that he could not get close because of what? The crowd. Is that the word they use? Because of the press. Many people. So there's always an obstacle. So don't easily give up on things. Are you understand what I'm saying? Don't easily give up on things. Me, my first beloved, when I proposed to her, it took two years for her to say yes. Two years. Not my wife. Two years. And even she saying yes was more of a compassionate yes. Because my father had died. My father had died. She came to visit me, I think, a month after. Then she said yes. I didn't even ask about it. I didn't even ask about the proposal because I was mourning my father. And she said yes. Two years, I'm telling you. I finished university and I proposed. My national service was two years. At the end of national service, my father had died in January 6th. Right towards the end of January, she said yes. February, March, I, I, I was traveling abroad or something like that. Yes. Faith and patience. Because I wanted her. Counseling. I was doing prayer, visitation. Look, one day I was going out to visit. I don't know, my father, maybe she knew, he knew about it, that I was checking something in Laboni. So as I was going out, my father was also going to for some family meeting. We were all ready to go. Then my father gave me his car key. Yes, and he went to take Trotro. Gave me Pigeon 504. He was going, and he gave me his car key. He said, I should go. He realized that his son needs a booster. Perhaps the car could convince her. After the car, she didn't even say yes. Faith and patience. And some of you ladies, you have seen a guy you like. You know that the guy too may like you. Make him propose. You say, hey. You have to make way for him to propose. You are sitting there, you say, she he should do this, he should do this. I say, what? You have to make way. I'm not saying go to a guy and say, no, 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 no. But look, prayerfully make way. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Because read James chapter 2. It says, show me your faith without your works. And I will show you my faith by my works. I'm not saying throw yourself on guys. That's what I'm saying. Don't be silly. You pray about it. And your smiling will also make a way for you. Every time you, are, you see him and you are smiling, he will feel uncomfortable. He will now, look, let me say it and be free. But I think if she sees you always, I'll squeeze your face. What verse are we on? Oh, we are finished. So look at the guys. 
I'm saying that nobody will present any breakthrough to you on a silver platter. Like Reverend Ben said, he said, walk through. Even walk through, go to McDonald's, walk through, you pay. Go to Kentucky Fried Chicken, walk, drive through, you pay. You can't just drive through things like that. You stop and pay. But for breakthroughs, you need your faith. Hallelujah. You need your faith. And let's apply our faith to everything. You do JSS, it doesn't work, and then you say you have given up. No, don't give up like that. I have a boy in my house, he's 27 years old. He's in SS1. Because he said he want to go to school. <laughs> you, are, you are 17, so you have finished school. And the school you have finished is SS, SS, SS3, you say I have finished school. There's something wrong with you. I said, well, there is something wrong with you. You cannot finish school like that. <laughs> Somebody's got to be crazy. <laughs> and so, pastors, we should help our members who said they have finished school and they have just finished SSC since they have finished school. People who have even graduated, they have not finished school. They are looking to enter into other professional programs and masters and things. Hallelujah. Let's use our faith in everything that we do. Because without it, you cannot please God. Verse 12. Verse 20. And when he saw their faith, what did they do? They, you see, you are looking at your house where they have used these uh, solid tiles. Uh, what do you call those brick tiles? Eh? To do the roof. Say, so how can this be possible? I mean... How can they remove the roof and remove the felt and the wood? Mm, how can this be possible? But their houses go to Israel, you see. Their houses that can easily remove. So they removed it and they lowered their friend. And what did Jesus Christ say here? And when he saw their faith, it means that faith is something that can be seen. Are you with me? Yeah. Your actions can be seen. So they did something that Jesus Christ saw. Something that I said, make sure you have good friends. Listen to what happened. When he saw their faith, he said unto him. He saw the faith of the sick man's friends. Not the man's faith though. The man there, he was there like this. He couldn't do anything. Because of the people that he fraternizes with. It was their faith that Jesus saw. And when he saw their faith, he said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. They are what? Thy sins are forgiven thee. So when you walk with people of faith, it helps you. Do you understand? It helps you. But the man himself, he couldn't do anything about the situation. But because he was working with people of faith, they did something. Jesus Christ did not see the man's faith. He saw his friend's faith. And when he saw his friend's faith, the man received his healing. So faith will cause you to break through any challenge and any obstacle. All you need is what? Patience. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. 
Amen. Now, let me just for the next five minutes begin what you lost. I'm saying that everybody has been given what? A measure of faith. Romans chapter 12 and verse 3. Because it was through faith that you gave your life to Christ. Amen. And I'm saying that if it's not possible to please God if you don't have it, it would be very unfair that God doesn't give us some at least. Amen. It's very difficult. A starter pack. Thank you, my wife. You need it. You need something. That's right. this, you see, when we were in secondary school, we used to run 100 meters. There was no starter. Your feet are on the ground. You go down and ping, you take off. Of course, those days were, there were spikes. But now there are starters. Eh? Something that, you know, you know, if you don't do no sports, some starter blocks so it gives you a certain push your, your feet are on it then, then you are going you need if you like don't wear yours you'll be last I say if you watch you'll be last so God knowing that this thing if you don't have you cannot please him God has given everyone small 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 a starter pack hallelujah I say hallelujah Depending on what you do with your starter pack. When people are going to secondary school, they give everybody something. Gary, Shito, Sadi. Some people finish all their food within the first two weeks. I think Nibi was one of them. As if I knew. <laughs> the mother will give all of them. Oh, he will finish this within the first two weeks. But I suppose one can last for the whole term. Romans chapter 12 verse 3 and we are closing. He said, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think but to think soberly according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Hallelujah. The what? The measure of faith. We can all receive one milting of Gary. You can decide to chew yours and drink water upon it. It will swell in your stomach. You can decide to soak yours in water and wait for it to rise before you begin to eat. That one to have an effect. You will enjoy the plenty thing before it will also enter your stomach to do its, <coughs> its feather swelling. You can add water by small just to make it a bit just wet and also eat. But everybody was given a measure, a melting. Some can enjoy theirs more than others, depending on how they do what has been given to them. So God has given all of us a measure of faith. Amen? Giving all of us a measure of faith. What you do with your measure is what you get out of it. The important thing to note is that everybody must develop their faith. Everybody must do what? Must develop their faith. So developing real faith 
is my title for next week's message. I'm not closing. I'm just giving the next week's title. <laughs> You'll be here. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, before you develop what you have, you have to know what you have. Before you develop, you have to know what you have. You see, we all have muscles. We have what? Muscles. Me become. You see, come, come. They were all born with muscles. You are trying to. <laughs> you are trying to look powerful. Maybe <laughs> do this. There's some small, minute developments. Eh? Who is there any slim macho here? <laughs> come, 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 come. Is there any macho person here? Need do. It's a miniature. <laughs> miniature muscles. But you see, this one, if you remove his chin, it's very hard. Though. Even without, without doing this, it is hard already. So do this. Uh-huh. <laughs> very powerful. Next week, I'll start from there. So you, bring, you wear shorts, eh? Short sleeve. <laughs> Eh? You also have some macho. Mus- See, everybody has muscles. A measure. Amen. You know, men have muscles, ladies have muscles. Oh, thank you. You're going to get this down. Men have hormones that develop and make their muscles big. Called testosterone. Where's Teluna? She's gone. <laughs> Estrogen. Ladies also have hormones that develop them generally. So you see some ladies, they have some a little bit more muscles. It means that their testosterone level is a bit higher. Amen. See some men, they don't have muscles at all. It means that testosterone level is a bit lower. Don't look around and say, What is yours? <laughs> But you see, everybody has a measure. And how do you build it up? You exercise it. Yeah. That is faith. Everybody has faith, I'm telling you. Otherwise, you will not be in service today. Everybody has faith. One of the ways you exercise your faith is, as you are coming to church, you know God is going to speak to you. That's one of the ways of exercising your faith. Not that you are coming to church because they say you should come. Or you come because every Sunday we go to church. No. Come to church believing that God is going to minister to you. Amen? Amen. Have an expectation that as you come, God will minister to you. As you come, something will change. Have an expectation. Don't just come. Like just going to watch football. I mean, I don't know. At the end of the food, I don't know what you gain. You don't get anything. Just the excitement there when you finish, you are going home. But when you are coming to church, have an attitude, have an expectation that God is going to minister to you, that he is going to deposit something in your spirit. Very, very important. God is a spirit. And as I'm saying that it's one of the ways by which what you exercise your faith. Because the one who doesn't 
have expectation, nothing happens to his faith. His faith is not built up. The one who has an expectation, his faith is built up because he was expecting. This is where all the Apaches are. People are here, pa. <laughs> wow. Charlie, <laughs> people they here. Reuben, people they here, pa. Where there's air conditioning. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Have an expectation. It is one of the ways by which you develop your faith. Everybody has a measure of faith. Everybody has a measure of faith. So when you know the type of faith you have, then you will know what you need. Some years ago, for almost three months, I was going to the gym Monday to Friday. And when I started going to the gym, I measured, I weighed myself. And I was eating very minimally all those three months. I was eating maybe two slices of body and fresh kotumri, a boom, with grilled fish. That's all I have for a day. So I was going to the gym. You want to know what happened? I don't think you want to know. <laughs> three months. After three months, remember, I weighed again. There was neither gain nor loss. Three months. I'm telling you, I've, it's never, I've never seen them. When I come to work and people are eating, oh, tell me what else. <laughs> Neither what gain nor loss. So I went to see the doctor. <laughs> or oh, somebody, I forgot to. He was trying to explain to me that my body has the flesh, it's more something, body mass, less, less fat. My body has less. I mean, so is it I known all these things? I wouldn't have eaten two slices of plantain. I guess I've lived normally. But I felt good. I felt okay. But there was no difference. There was neither what? Gain nor loss. You, there are different types of faith. And when you know what your faith is, then you know where you want to take your faith to. Amen? In closing, hey, if you say who, I can preach you. Because the convener has given me the chance to preach. Charlie, let me preach. Bless me, he may not give me the chance to preach. <laughs> there is little faith. And I'm closing the next three minutes. Matthew 14 31. Little faith. There's great faith. Matthew 5, in Matthew 8 5 to 10. There's great faith. There is weak faith. Talking about types of faith. There's what? Weak. Your faith is weak. 
can easily face a shipwreck. There is increasing faith. I see you having increasing faith. I say, I see you having an ever increasing faith. Your faith is building up as you come to church Sunday after Sunday. This is a type of faith that you should look out for. That every time you are hearing God's word, every time you're having your quiet time, you are praying, you are you believe God that your faith will be increasing. Your faith will be increasing. Hallelujah. Receive an ever increasing faith. You can also be full of faith. Increasing faith, Luke 17:5. You remember when the Judas betrayed Jesus and they were looking for somebody to replace him? The Bible says, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Ghost. Acts 6 5. Be somebody who is full of faith. I say, be somebody who is full of faith. You see, when they are looking in the church, when I'm looking for somebody to do something, I look for people who are full of faith. And how do I know? It is the way you go about, you do your things in church. Amen? These days, are you not enjoying consistent testimonies in the church? I'm asking you a question. See, those who came late, they can't answer. I say, are you not enjoying consistent testimonies in the church? Yes. Because I have given it to somebody who is full of faith. And so she's bringing testimonies which are, 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 are in line with even what we are preaching. Because we were not having testimonies though somebody was in charge. Then I look for somebody who was full of faith. Now we are seeing testimonies. She even have, she has a bank of testimonies. Amen. She has what? A bank of testimonies. Regional coordinators bring testimonies. And the church. Testimony is a weapon. How do we know that through faith and patience you can inherit promises? Because people did that. It's a testimony. Hallelujah. So when you bring your testimony, you're also helping somebody. Amen? If you don't bring your testimony, you're a selfish person. And selfish people don't get anything. Are you understanding? So, when you know the type of faith you have, then you can begin to work on it. There is rich faith. May you have rich faith. I say, may you have rich faith. In the name of Jesus. Say, have not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith? Normally when people don't have money, they become rich in faith. They believe. But when the money comes, let the faith continue. Now you begin to have faith in the money instead of in the living God. May that not be your story. I say, may that not be your story. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Your faith can also save you. We're all saved because we believed in God. We believed in this word. So next week I'm going to talk about how to develop these faiths that you have. So as you go, try and find out what type of faith you have. Whether it is weak, whether it is small, whether it is strong. Brother Rush, 
Find out the type of faith you have. <laughs> Hallelujah. But through faith, God is going to bless you. Through faith, God is going to take you to higher heights. I say, through faith, God is going to take you to higher heights. I say, higher heights. Higher heights. Faith in His Word. I say, faith in His Word. I say, faith in His Word. I say, faith in His Word. I was saying to something to first service. I want to say it in closing. You know, in this church, and I'm saying it to the glory of God. When we talk, talk about people who have accompanied with the prophet for long, I don't think I'm one of them. I don't think so at all. There are people who have been here from the beginning. That the Lord was just ministering to me. And I was being thankful to God. But by the grace of God, those are the people that, you know, I also have meetings with. And I remember very well, I went somewhere with prophet with a couple of people. And we met my former chief executive. And he made a comment. He used to call me Nat. Nathaniel is my name. He said, Nat is one of the people who rose very fast in the, in, in the company. And I took notice of what he said. I took notice of it. Because I've just had faith in God. Hallelujah. Amen. I've just had what? Faith in God and his word. His word, Jeremiah 29, 11, has guided me. Was it 11, 29 or 11, 29? 11, 29. Has guided me that God will bring me to an expected end. So, if you want God to bring you to an expected end, have faith in Him, Amen. not in your degrees, not in your qualifications. Right. How many people in my era, eh, 1992-93, when people are migrating to UK, God brought me back to Ghana. It is faith in God. Amen. It is faith in God. Let your faith arise. I say, let your faith arise. Let your faith in God arise. Some of you are in school. You don't know your future. But have faith in God. I say, have faith. Don't have too much confidence in the fact that you are a first class student. A lot of first class students are walking around town who hasn't got a job to do. But put your confidence in God. Put your confidence in who? God. In God. Have faith in God. Yes. And you will never regret. Amen. Clap your hands to Jesus. On Lord, lift me up and let me stand by faith on hand. Then stable life. I higher. That I have found, oh Lord, bless my feet. No movement about, please. No movement. We are closing the minutes. Oh Lord, lift me up. Just stand where you are. Lift your hands and pray. Make this your prayer. Make this song your prayer this afternoon. Faith on hand, been stable. 
She celebrated her birthday yesterday. Father, we pray your mighty blessing upon your daughter. We pray your mighty hand of protection upon her. We pray for a beautification of her life. Yes, Jesus. Beyond her expectation and beyond any and every imagination. In the name of Jesus, we pray that you will anoint her, O God. Anoint her for service. Anoint her for the work of the ministry. Anoint her to be a great and wonderful wife. Yes, Lord. To be a great and wonderful mother and mother. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. To be a great woman of God in this church. Bless her. Let your blessing be loud upon her. Let your blessing always find her. Let your favor follow her. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. And I pray that, Lord, you will cause her to fulfill her journey, to fulfill her destiny in this church. Yes, Lord. To fulfill her destiny of God in this church. Let it affect many lives, many young lives. In the name of Jesus, yes, Lord. bless the Lord and yes, bless her indeed. In Jesus' name, your feet on a higher ground. The Lord wants to place you on heaven's table land. A place where stability is what guides you. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. It is by faith in God that you surrender your life to God. Bible says that it shall come to pass that anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Today, you want to call upon the name of the Lord. Because the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The Bible says the righteous run into it and they are saved. You want God to impute righteousness to you today. You want to be born again. You don't want to die and go to heaven. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Pastor, pray with me. Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus today. He said, without faith, you cannot please God. When you surrender your life to God, God gives unto you a measure of faith. With every eye closed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. From the front to the back, wherever you are, lift your right hand and say, Pastor, pray with me. God bless you. Lift it very high. God bless you. Lift it very high. I can see your hand. Lift it and say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. Lift it very high. The Bible says that when Jesus was born, Wise men came looking for him. It's only wise people who come to Jesus. Lift the hand. God bless you. Lift the hand. God bless you. Lift the hand. You have lifted your hand. I want you to leave wherever you are and come to me right now. Just come to me. Come. Uh, yeah. Lord, lift me up. Lift me up. Oh, yes. And let me stand. By faith on heaven, stable land, a higher place that I have found. Lord, plant my feet. Clap for them as they come. On
your hand so you think that or you thought I'm calling only those who lift their hands I don't want you to leave this place not born again it's very 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 dangerous to live in Accra without knowing Jesus you want to say pastor pray with me pastor I want to come and join them wherever you are leave your seat Jesus loves you. Come. Come. Bless you, Lord. Satan, I command you to take your hands off. In the name of Jesus. Any soul here yes. who is not registered in heaven. Yes, Jesus. I command you to take your hands off the person. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Loose your hold. In now. the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes. You want to join them? I'm giving you 30 seconds. There is somebody you are hearing my voice. As I'm talking, your heart is beating. You are not sure. Don't walk out of here the way you came. You can walk out of here a changed person, a different person, a saved person. Wherever you are, I want you to leave your seats and come and join them before I pray. left your bags and everything there. If you have left your bags after the prayer, you pick your bag and our pastor will have a word with you in the next hall before we close. 
But I want you to lift your hands as a sign of surrender to the Lord. You are surrendering to God. Not to me, but to God. Lift your two hands if you can. Unless you are holding a bag or something. But you can put your bag down and lift your hands. You are surrendering to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we bless you. We give you the glory, Lord. Even as we surrender to you, Lord. Holy Spirit, have your way in these ones. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. That you died for me. That you died for me. Today. Today. I declare you. I declare you. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. As the master. As the master. Of my life. Of my life. I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. Please forgive me. Please forgive me of all my sins. Of all my sins. And wash me. And wash me in the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. Please write my name. Please write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. So that one day, so that one day, one day, one day I will be in heaven. I will be in heaven when I die. When I die. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. For saving me. For saving me. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Please help me. Please help me. Say, please help me. Please help me. To be a good Christian. To be a good Christian. Please help me. Please help me. To come to church every Sunday. To come to church every Sunday. Please help me. Please help me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church, Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your path.